that's what we're going to talk about. A revolution, but it's not necessarily what you think. We're going to talk about the next shale revolution because it's the subject of an in-depth report by our wonderful Alex Steele, co-host of Daybreak America's Every Morning on Bloomberg TV. And it takes a look at the incredible rise that we've seen in shale over the last couple of decades, but it ain't over. No, and that's the really cool part. I like the fact we got like hardcore music coming into it. So <laughs> that's what we do. Um, we, we've got at least two hardcore oil geeks in the room right now between Alex and I. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love it. Uh, so this was the inspiration. So my my mother in law, like years ago, was watching like a CBS nightly news or something, and they had a report about the shale revolution, energy independence, and she's looking at it and she's judging it. And she's saying that's ridiculous. That would never happen. That's absurd. And I said, Wait, are you serious? I thought she was kidding. She's like, Yeah, that would never happen. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I was like, Whoa not in the main public sphere, and she's an extremely intelligent, well-read woman. So then I started thinking about, well, what kind of story needs to be told? So part of the special is sort of going back in time to the Harold Hams of the world, which I know, Carol, you know him really well, and sort of how they decided to take all this risk and really transform the energy world in the U.S., and then sort of— By finding a new way to drill. By— and finding, finding regions that had already been drilled out and applying it. It was a whole different, yeah. Yeah, it was a combination of all those things, like finding rock that hadn't been drilled yet because they didn't have the technology. And then it was like trial and error. And it really was a revolution yeah. when they did this. And too. finding like different technologies that may or may not work, the right combination and flow of water, sand, and chemicals, like all these little things that all of a sudden, boom, made it work. And these were literally just guys who were way over levered, super right. in the weeds, uh, and made it happen. So and that's kind of the first guys. part. Yes, they're I mean, wonderfully fun. colorful. You know, I went from being a technology reporter uh, to being a money manager, right? And and uh, when I started, I, I went to my first hedge fund, uh, and the boss threw an oil de- uh, prospectus on the desk. And what do you know about the oil business? I said nothing, and he said, "Good, you're going to this lunch. Learn about it." And I started covering the oil business, and who knew it was so fascinating? Yeah, you know, in the midst of the shale revolution. Yeah, and no one knew it until it was kind of over at the end of the day, and how it really spread. So that was the first part of it, and now it's sort of what's next. We got through the discovery of the rock. Now we're at the execution phase. So what's the role of big oil in that? They've been in shale multiple times, and they've kind of sucked at it every time. Mm. So. If they're coming in with their money and their know-all, what does that do? Does it sort of up the game for shale? Do we get more shale production in the U.S.? Do they wind up failing again? And that's a big question uh, that we try and answer as well, along with some of the regulatory and environmental risks. What does it mean to kind of some of the big global macro stories that are out there in terms of the energy space? And that is, you know, people exploring alternative energy modes Mm -hmm. and stuff. What would it mean, you know, for for kind of shale going forward? Well, peak demand, right? So Saudi Arabia put a number on peak demand uh, today that it could hit in the late 1920s, late 2030s, (laughs) if the electric car boom happens. Uh, I spoke to a professor, this segment will be airing on TV on Thursday. He thinks that's going to happen in 2020. Wow. Like, he thinks there's going to be an oil crash in 2021 to, like, $10 a barrel forever. A lot sooner than everybody thought. Right. So that that obviously is the big question. Yeah, it's it's a dramatic change, too, in terms of... um, you mentioned sort of the, the 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 movement from the smaller companies that were taking chances and finding new plays to bigger companies sort of acquiring that acreage and to, to some degree that's happened in a lot of places but maybe more in the places where they're pumping gas and maybe because of the Chesapeake in particular. Right, and the thing is they haven't done very well because right. when you try and take a big oil mentality into a small independent company mentality, they don't really work. Uh, and the technology you use for offshore, the scale that you use is completely different. So I take a deep look at that. I went to go visit a Shell. Shale Assets and the head of uh, Shale Operations for Shell, 
Let me tell you. Say that five times really fast, Alex. Really hard to say in the package. Was um, it by the seashore? It was, it was a tricky one. She uh, sells. To see like w- what they're doing, what they think is going to come, like why this is different than the other times that they were in uh, shale in the U.S. And then, of course, the question is abroad. Right. There's shale elsewhere. It's not just like we have special rock. Can I ask you, though, about the environmental concerns? Yes, because please. I feel like when we bring up shale, you always get those stories that are out there with some good reasons. Um, is that going to prevent kind of the growth of it going forward anymore it, also? It's a great question. And this is a really fun segment to do because we don't usually get to do human interest pieces for yeah. Bloomberg Television. Um, we went to Oklahoma. Although we care about humans a lot here at Bloomberg yeah, TV Yeah, a few of them, for sure, yeah. <laughs> a few um, of them. We, we, we know, no, of course. I mean, <laughs> we are okay. uh, we no, went, that's not true. I, <laughs> all right. Uh, I went to Oklahoma uh, to Pawnee Nation. It's this really small uh, town with like two 2,000 people or something, and they were hit by a 5.8 per, uh, magnitude earthquake. Um, and so we detailed a lot of that. Uh, there are many different environmental factors, like methane release, uh, leaks, but mm-hmm. the earthquakes really took precedence as uh, shale production went underway. It's not the actual fracking of the rock. It's the yucky oil that you dredge up with the it's the yucky water that you dredge up with the oil that you wind up injecting back into the earth. It's not the quality of the water. It's how much you're pumping in that's causing these seismic activities. And so we looked at that. And that's a question. Like, we don't know, like, how much yeah. limitation there's going to be. So um, when's it air, the special? Thursday, 9 p.m. On Bloomberg Television. On Bloomberg Television, yes. I'm very excited. And then the last step, I went to Argentina. You missing the headline. Yes. Did you have some good beef? No, I was working like nonstop. Oh, come on. Um, you have to eat. In the bureau, I did. Uh, really good <laughs> beef. Um, so then we, the next portion of the segment of the special after we talk about Oklahoma is uh, can you take the technology you learn here and transport it somewhere else? And the place that everyone mm. says has the best possibility is Argentina. They have this great basin called Huacamuerta, which if you take a look at that, it means dead cow, by the way. Okay. If you take a look at that and say the Permian rocks, they're very similar. So it's that. getting people super jazzed about it. All the majors are in the play. They want... Um, uh, private equity to come in. They want the U.S. independence to come in. One company owns 90% of the play. They have, like, no money and no expertise. They just have the land. So that's sort of the next stage for them. And that is a really, really big question because do you want to operate in Argentina? It's a good thing she doesn't like the energy space, you know? Look, God. there's nothing... She's so I think bored. You can tell interesting, by more, it. more interesting than the oil business. <laughs> I'm so glad you're not going to eat a hey, out of this. Hey, check it out, everybody. The next shale revolution coming up Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Wall Street time. Our wonderful Alex Steele... 